0: Nuclear ghosting revenge on cheating fiancé. I got my part. Okay, here we are. The players are. Myself. Fiancé. Fiancé's mom. Time frame. Happened from 2013 to 2016. It has obviously been several years since the incident and I literally have never told anyone in my new life about this. Tonight. I have some good wine to drink and figure I'll let my fingers do the talking. I thought I had met the perfect woman. We met in the last year of college. We met at a party and hit it off instantly. She was a beautiful blonde with sun-kissed skin and she could have been a model. Think Kate Upton type figure. She was kind. Compassionate. Sympathetic. Good listener. And had an active life with many friends. She liked my friends and it was awesome over the three years, we knew each other and how our friend groups merged. Several of our friends began dating each other. It was some of the best times of my life. I was on for a post-grad in finance and she had a degree in contractual law. This is just to say we ended up being successful in our own rights. But I'm no slouch in the looks department either. 5.11 feet and 190 pounds and liked the gym. I wasn't a super athlete but let's just say I was built. But I was um, very shy and didn't have a lot of prior relationships prior to meeting her. The first evening we met. We were smitten. First night we talked all night. Then it went to texting phone calls daily. Then, dates weekly. Then after a year when I started working my new job she moved in. I loved her family and her family loved me. Mostly her mother as her father was standoffish as he was to everyone. It was a whirlwind romance. After two and a half blissful years of overseas vacations, hiking trips and luxury vacations I proposed to her. She said yes. I was over the moon. She was doing all the planning for the wedding. We were talking about our futures together. Buying a house. Children and family trips that we were going to take together and all such things like that. Then it happened. One evening after we both get home to our apartment she is a little distant. I think I noticed it right away as we were always very affectionate towards each other. This would only happen about once a week for the first month after proposal then it was more frequent. I would have been none the wiser. So. I waited and observed. These bouts of ignoring me would only last a couple of hours then. She would be right back to normal. But after six months wedding in a year, she was like this almost every night. Six was still great. Relationship with her parents still great. But over Thanksgiving, at her parents' home in Louisville, Kentucky we lived just north of Washington, she was standoffish towards me in front of her mother. Now her mother was a very observant woman. She pulled her daughter aside to talk to her and I could hear them arguing. After some heated but muffled words they returned to the rest of the family and carried on like nothing was going on. I figured I could ask her about it later and did. She was not willing to talk about it and asked me to wait till we were home to discuss it. I agreed as I loved her deeply and thought we could work through anything. Her mother was an older version of her. Same stunning looks, just a few greys in her long thick blonde hair. This is important later. Back home I asked her about it. And she was unwilling to discuss it. When pressed on it for a week she finally confessed that a guy at her work was trying to get to know her better. She wanted to be forthcoming so she showed me her phone and as I looked through it I noticed that all the texts that would have happened during the time she was withdrawing from me were removed. There was nothing untoward in the texts. But I did go into her phone settings and turned on her locator on her phone as we shared the same phone plan. And I honestly thought it would make me see that she was not doing anything wrong. Was I wrong? That second weekend after Thanksgiving, she had a company Christmas party. I had planned on going but came down with food poisoning and had to back out. She had a girlfriend pick her from our apartment as they planned on drinking a lot I had a designated driver for the evening. We had planned on going out all night so I told her to have a blast and I would see her in the morning. So, as I'm puking my guts out and barely able to get off the toilet for more than 30 minutes, I grabbed my phone and watched her location. First it was a restaurant. Then the venue of the company party. Then a bar. None of this alarmed me until I saw her phone stop in a downtown hotel. At this point I was miserable in more ways than three. Projectile vomiting out my butt, mouth and now soul. I finally fell asleep due to sheer exhaustion at 2 AM. At 7 AM I awoke and saw she was still at the hotel. At noon, she finally comes home. And I am on the mend. She loves me up and I asked her about the previous night without mentioning anything about knowing her locations. She talks about the restaurant. Party. The bar. But then says she went to her girlfriend's house to crash for the evening. First, lie. For the next three months, she has to start working later and later 3-4 to days a week. As I start asking her about it, she becomes more and more defensive. I talked to her mom one evening when fiancé didn't come home until late. I asked her mom about the Thanksgiving conversation and she admitted to me that she thought her daughter might be stepping out of our relationship. Because of how she read her body language. She also said that her daughter was being more and more distant with her in their weekly texting conversations. With all this speculation that was going on in my mind I kept it to myself. Two weeks later at work I ended up getting a new project at my company that was going to require me to fly to the Midwest Monday through Friday for the next five weeks starting in two weeks. It came with an increase in salary and as I broke the news to my fiancé, She was delighted for me. I didn't think though that she was excited for the same reasons I was. So I went online and ordered four motion-activated spy cameras for my apartment. I put one in the living room entry. Area. One in the kitchen. One in our bedroom and one looking down our hallway. They were very small and connected to the internet via a hidden network so they couldn't be spotted on the Wi-Fi network. I secured the cams with a password and waited. On my first week out she had girlfriends over the first two nights and never worked late once. The third night a guy came over. I was enraged. I'm sitting there in my hotel room screaming at the monitor and calling her every name in the book. Then, they went all the way. First on the couch. Then in our bed. She bent for ways for him that I didn't know were possible. What was the worst was as I am watching them get it on I call her to see how her day went. She hears her phone ringing and holds her hand up for him to stop giving her the D word from the back. You know what I mean. And answers the call. I asked why she is breathing heavy and said she was at the gym working out. As soon as the call is over she goes right back to doing the dirty. When I got home Friday evening. I ignored her and went right to bed. And early Saturday, got up and went cycling. I was so upset that I didn't even realize that I biked over 50 miles from our apartment. The furthest I had biked before was 30 miles. But that day, I went 105 miles. Getting back absolutely exhausted I showered. Then she and I went out that evening and had fun with our friends and had a lot to drink. Is it breakup 6 when the one you're going to break up with is oblivious. I was bursting inside. Heartbreak. Anger. Rage feelings of betrayal all swirled around in my heart and mind. She who used to be so attentive was oblivious to all this. It hurts so much, because I loved her so much. I finally confided in one of our mutual friends, and he told me that they all knew about it for months. I was finally told they all felt sorry for me. But no one again said a damn thing to me. Which is why they stopped inviting us out with them. I hadn't noticed it before. But I could look back and see that about three months prior they gradually invited us me less and less. So. I figured I would try and win her back the next weekend. I planned the entire weekend as a complete weekend of spoiling her in every way. Wined and dined. Pampering. Massages. Rubs. And talking to her about future plans and about how much I loved her. I knew I was starting to break through when, after her fourth glass of wine, she started to cry. And I could tell the guilt was coming up to the surface. I asked her what was wrong but she would choke up every time she tried to speak. I then told her that if she did something in her past or was having some kind of conflict in her mind that she needed to speak to me about that I was more than willing to talk with her about it and if forgiveness was needed then I was more than willing to forgive and move on. The only words that came out of her mouth in her was how much she loved me. It actually hurt to hear that from her as I now had four separate videos of her and the other guy in our apartment getting it on. Over the next eight weeks of traveling to the Midwest the trips lasted for what would be 10 weeks I recorded over 41 hours of her having six with what I found out was her co-worker. She never worked late once while I was gone. I tried every weekend to be extra attentive and each week she got more and more distant. After watching this for eight weeks I was done so I devised a 12-step getaway plan. 1 Gather evidence To get her out of the way in order to execute my plan I scheduled a two-week exclusive getaway trip for us at an all-inclusive resort Barbados. She was ecstatic. Then a week before the trip I claimed I had to back out and told her to take a friend. I knew it was over when she showed no disappointment that I couldn't go. She scheduled co-worker to go with her. 3. Terminate our apartment lease. It would expire three days into her trip and I was the sole signature on the lease. 4 find a job in another town The company I had been assisting in the Midwest had offered me a job at with a slight increase in salary 5 find a new place to live I got an apartment in the above said location When she is gone perform the following 6 take her to the airport Go back home and pack all her things same day Saturday 7 get a new phone number phone email Cancel all social media. Monday. 8 Separate us completely in regard to finances. Withdrew all monies from our joint accounts and then closed them. I put all her money in an envelope and packed it in her things. Monday. 9 Have the movers pack all my things up and ship it west. Monday. 10 Take all her things to her mother's house 600 miles away. All. My fiancé's belongings fit into the back and bed of my F-250 crew cab. Tuesday through Saturday. 11. Give her mother the evidence. 12. Start my new life. I didn't want to do anything that was illegal. So I made sure that nothing of hers was missing. It was so hard to pack all her stuff nice and neatly away. I never cried so hard in my life. I have read so many times on Reddit about S.O.'s saying they will. Never do it again when caught. But they don't stop. My hope was that she would genuinely confess so we could forgive and move on. She never did. Twice, she came really close. But her secret was too hard for her to reveal. Tuesday morning. I left our apartment north of Washington for the last time. It took 10 hours to get to her mom's house. What happened when I got there I was not prepared for. I arrived at her mom's house around 8 in the evening. I figured she would be surprised to see me since I was coming. Down unannounced. Since they lived in a gated community. I had to buzz her house from the front gate. So she was waiting for me outside when I drove up. I could tell that she had been crying when I walked up to see her. I asked her what was wrong and she hugged me bawling that she thought her husband was cheating on her with a much younger. skinnier. And prettier woman. Dumbfounded I just held her for what was probably 10 minutes. She soaked my right shoulder with her tears and snot. When she finally composed herself. I asked if we could go in a. Talk. We went in and I asked where her husband was and she indicated that he said he was going fishing with his buddies at a remote cabin an hour away. Then, she said. He hates fishing. She gave me all the indications that she had picked up on and apparently it had been going on for about a year. So. Doing a little bit of research we found a credit card hold charge for a 5-star hotel that was only 20 minutes away. On call later confirmed her husband was in fact there, for a four-night stay cheating with his mistress. Two peas in a pod. I said. What? She responded. Two peas in a pod. I said again. Your husband is cheating on you and your daughter is cheating on me. That's why I came here to drop her stuff off and move to. I showed her the evidence in a binder on screen captures I had made. After looking at the first three or four pages she looked at me dumbfounded. We both hugged and cried for a good 30 minutes. At that point she said stop crying and looked at me and said. Well tonight there is nothing we can do about it except for you and I to knock out these three bottles of Moscato and duck in every room of the house. She grabbed two wine glasses and a bottle of Moscato wine and walked out to their private pool deck saying. Are you coming out here or are you going to get ducking revenge? Now I won't go into much detail because I don't want to get blue balls. But that night and for the next three days we did it non-stop. I put myself in every hole her beautiful body could offer. I must have did it in or on her 25 plus times in that period. After those days were over, we passionately said goodbye and I drove to my new destination. She kept me informed as to everything that happened when now ex-fiancé got back. The day fiancé got back was epic. I cancelled my phone the morning of the day she got back. So when the plane landed and she called for a ride it indicated the phone was disconnected. She apparently had her lover take her home. He dropped her off and left. When she came to the door a strange couple new tenants. Answered the door and she freaked out. I can't tell you how many times she tried to call me because again the number was no longer valid. She went to her girlfriends to stay for a time as co-worker was already married. When she called her mom in a panic her mom told her that I had come down and dropped off all her things and mentioned that all her monies were down there as well. 600 miles away. Her mom didn't tell her that she did it with me more in three days. Then fiancé and I had in the last six months. But she did tell her that she knew that she was cheating on me. And I said I had found a new job. Place to stay and new career far away from her and all the friends we had. And that her mother was separating from her father due to infidelity. Apparently, she cried for days and took a week off of work. But alas, she found comfort in the arms of her married lover. Her mom never let her know where I was at. I had completely cut off that part of my life. The only link I had to that old life was fiancé's mom. And she has kept our secret to this day. Fiancé was ghosted the most. Too long didn't read. Fiancé cheated. Ghosted her life to start my own. Got with her mom. Yeah. Now send that video to the married couple and see how that goes over. The wife of the married guy deserves to know what her husband is doing behind her back. Absolutely epic. Classy and neat. I am particularly amazed at how everything in your plan went so smoothly and fast. And that you even managed to get the cherry on top. Here is a little bit of the aftermath that happened. As for the timing of the events that let me leave her. A lot of it was extremely fortunate timing for the lease ending. The job search success and the phone plan ending. Things could have gone down much differently had any of those things been different. The aftermath. My ex-fiancé's mother kept in touch with me for several months afterwards since we had a mutual loss of relationships and shared in a revenge of sorts against our significant others. However, neither of our respective significant others found out. What happened between ex-fiancé's mother and I? Ex-fiancé's mother eventually came out to see me after seven months in my new location. But much to many of you guys' disappointment. We only talked. We both actually regretted what we had done together but acknowledged that it was in the past and in the heat of the moment. Days of heat and moments. She said that her daughter knew that she... I am talking about the ex-fiancé's mother knew where I was and was very upset that she would not divulge my location. Ex-fiancé's mother asked if she could tell ex-fiancé where I was and give her a way to contact me. But I asked that she not tell her as I was in my new life. Ex-fiancé's mother and I talked extensively about the possibility of her and her significant other staying together and work it out. Ex-fiancé's mother said her husband was extremely remorseful and came clean on everything. Ex-fiancé's mother said it was a lot to take in and had asked him what he was going to do to earn back her trust. He gave her all his digital passwords and let her see everything he had ever done to hurt their marriage. Ex-fiancé's mother ended up being very angry but recognized that he was actually trying to repair the marriage. Ex-fiancé's mother said her forgiveness to him would come in time. But the trust would take longer. What caused him to snap back into reality was that she confronted him about the affair and showed him the evidence of what his daughter had done to me. Also, ex-fiancé's mother was an amazing woman in every way imaginable. She also stated that if he went outside the marriage then she would be allowed to do so again. He picked up on the again phrase and asked her what she meant. She told him that as soon as she found out he was cheating that she did it with the first eligible guy she found. He was devastated. Ex-fiancé's mother said they cried a lot and agreed to separate for a short time to give each other time to articulate their thoughts and see if they both wanted to fight for the marriage. Eventually, they went to marriage counseling and are still together as of May 2020. As for ex-fiancé. Well, she was devastated by what I had done to her. When she finally went to her parents to gather her things she was shown the evidence of the affair and was extremely embarrassed. Ex fiancé's mother had to edit the binder so that when her father saw it, he would not see pictures a father should not see of his daughter. Regardless, ex fiancé was crushed. She did not find out that her mother had my contact information until months later. Ex begged her mother for my information, and it put quite the strain on their relationship. But her mother also told her that if she had tried to find and or contact me, that all the evidence would be released forever on the internet by me. This insistence of ex-fiancée to divulge my information is what prompted her to come and see me. She was also upset about her parents having trouble in their marriage. According to ex-fiancée's mother ex-fiancée was depressed for several months and sought counseling. She had immediately broke off the affair with co-worker once she returned from her parents' place in Louisville, KY, and looked to find a new place of employment. Recently December 2019 I found out that she was married and has two beautiful twin daughters with a stand-up guy and still lives in the Washington area. According to ex-fiancé's mother. She now worked from home and was loving her new life. I am glad that she was able to write her foundering ship and have a happy start in life again. I recently destroyed all the incriminating. Evidence I had on ex-fiancé as I didn't want to be that guy who would hold her hostage for the rest of her life. I did ask ex-fiancé's mother to let ex-fiancé know this. If I had been on the potential receiving end of that information bomb then it would have caused me many sleepless nights. As for myself. Well let's just say I am satisfied with my current life. Ex-fiancé's mother and I talked every few months initially. But now, we talk once maybe twice a year. Usually it's a short note updating each other on life's little changes. The only question that remains unanswered for me is that if ex-fiancé's mother and her husband were able to repair their marriage, would it have been possible for ex-fiancé and I to have repaired ours? But I never gave it the chance. One can only speculate. Our lives are on vastly different planes now. Dude. Happy for you. This update is super satisfying. Thanks for watching. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.